Saints fans, Pelicans fans, let's go. This is the Black and Blue Report. Black. Bree is going to go deep. He's got ground. Touchdown. Blue. Down the lane. Shoots. No. Tip follow in for Davis with three tenths of a second left. Welcome into the podcast for the fans, straight from the teams they love. It's good to see you guys, and uh, I didn't know we had Studio B here in our facility. Good setup. Now that I know where your guys' little office is, I can pop in here whenever I want. Coaches, players, analysts, celebrities, and more. That guy's Anthony Mackie. I've gotten in many of our arguments about the Pelicans and the Saints uh, over the years. Harry County Jr. joins us here on the Black and Blue Report. Undoubtedly, to me, the Saints are the singular reason that New Orleans is back on the map. Hoda Kotb from the Today Show on NBC, our guest. You know, New Orleans gets in your blood. The Saints never leave it once they get in there. This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Hey, how goes it? Welcome into the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Greetings once again here from the headquarters of the Saints and the Pelicans. I'm Sean Kelly, and uh, we have made it to Wednesday. So glad you're with us. We've got a great show lined up for you today. We kind of uh, gave you a little taste yesterday of what was to come here on this Wednesday, and we're set to deliver with Cam Jordan and Steve Smith on today's program. Of course, uh, the long wait for the NBA Finals to start uh, is almost done. Tomorrow night, we'll finally kick things off with Game 1 between the Cavaliers and the Warriors. And with that, Steve Smith is here today from NBA TV to help us break down the start of that NBA Finals series and also to give us a very unique perspective on new Pelicans head coach Alvin Gentry, too. Uh, Of course, those two go way back. I mean, all the way back to the early 90s. And I'll let uh, Steve tell you about that relationship. But I think we'll learn... Uh, not only about the finals today with Steve Smith, but we'll learn a lot more about Alvin Gentry, who, of course, is involved with the Golden State Warriors prior to his arrival here in New Orleans. Well, the Saints are back on the practice field today. It is another uh, day of OTAs. It'll conclude for the week tomorrow, but uh, today, day two of the week. And then yesterday, right before uh, practice, the Saints and um, Cam Jordan came to an agreement on a new five-year contract extension that will have uh, it looks like uh, Mr. Jordan in the black and gold uniform for the foreseeable future. The contract, it looks like, will take him through 2020. But uh, a big day not only for uh, Cam but also the Saints too. It's a, it's a really nice uh, honor to have that done. Um, it speaks to what the Saints obviously feel about Jordan and also about Cam's want to be here as a part of this franchise long term. Uh, we had a chance to visit with him after practice yesterday and uh, we talk uh, extensively about a number of different topics, starting with this new contract extension. So good show for you today here on the Black and Blue Report. We've been getting a lot of uh, great uh, tweets and emails from you all as to suggestions for guests. Uh, the Hall of Fame series is going to continue here in the coming weeks as we get ready to wrap up our season on the Black and Blue Report. And the uh, Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame inductions come later in the month, so you want to be on the lookout for that. And then our continuing coverage here of the NBA Finals and, of course, the uh, imminent arrival of new Pelicans head coach Alvin Gentry. All that, of course, can be found as you follow us on Twitter, and we urge you to do so at Black Blue Reports, at Black Blue Report 
and that's where you'll find out about the daily lineup and guests to come. You can also provide us feedback through that Twitter account as well. Um, so, all right, so Saints t- today, obviously, with practice and uh, Cam Jordan on our uh, docket, and then uh, NBA Finals talk with Steve Smith. And then tomorrow, the Saints will wrap up the OTAs, and we'll have plenty of coverage from the Saints locker room after tomorrow's practice. We'll take our first time out. When we come back, Cameron Jordan to speak with us here on the Black and Blue Report. Do you have all the right moves to be a member of the hottest dance team in the NBA? The Pelicans dance team is having open auditions for their 2015-16 squad, and you're invited to try out. Audition prep classes are starting soon, with open auditions happening Saturday, June 13th at the New Orleans Pelicans practice facility on Airline Drive in Metairie. Get details on these prep classes, open auditions, and full Pelicans dance team coverage now at pelicans.com. At Smoothie King, we're so much more than just fruit and a blender. Because each and every Smoothie King smoothie is blended for a purpose. Whether you want to make it one more mile or simply make it through the day, we have a smoothie just for that. Bring us your purpose and we'll blend it. Looking to purify your diet? Hurry in now and try our new Nutty Super Grain Vegan Smoothie. Made with almond milk, Sun Warrior Protein, Super Grains, and a peanut taste you'll go nutty for. Only at Smoothie King, proud supporter of the New Orleans Pelicans. Smoothies with a purpose. In New Orleans, food is more than a passion, it's a tradition. And Zatarans has been part of that tradition for 125 years. From jambalaya and dirty rice to crab boil and more, Zatarans has been jazzing up dinner since before there was jazz. And we're excited about what next season might bring. Jazz it up tonight with Zatarans, proud sponsor of the New Orleans Pelicans. We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report. Hey, on Tuesday, the New Orleans Saints and Cam Jordan agreed on a new five-year contract extension, and Cam joins us now on the Black and Blue Report here from Studio B. Cam, congratulations. Big news yesterday. Uh, Yeah, uh, much appreciated. It's uh, definitely a blessing, and I'm really happy and excited to be part of uh, Houdat Nation for a couple more years. I I know that you alluded to it when we spoke I don't know whether it was at lunch or in the locker room last week, but uh, let me just applaud you and your camp here for getting this done and not missing any off-season uh, program. Nice job. Hey, I appreciate it. And, you know, what's really important is just, uh, again, being a part of our defense, making sure everything's going the right direction, and uh, we're, we're all in tune to, to knowing what we want and having to go get it. I mean, staying out of uh, camp was never an option for me, and I'm just really blessed that I was able to have uh, such a – easy time in getting what we came to agree upon yeah no doubt uh, let, let's be let's be honest here this is a tremendous financial blessing obviously but for you on the football field what does this do for you going forward um without a doubt it eases my mind about you know just my um job certainty um you know whether it is what it would have been my last year here or uh having to go into the whole um you know arguing over a new contract what's the right numbers whatever all that's out of the way what's important again is our defense and us going forth and trying to win a Super Bowl you you had the big year cam in 2013 and then 2014 the numbers dipped a little bit does that mean your play dipped or did you just see it differently coming out of last season I mean there's always always room for discussion upon what happened last year Um, as an entire team we didn't do as well and 
I definitely that definitely reflected in my numbers as, as well as our entire defense. That being said, um, it gives us even more motivation to bounce back this year and have an even better year uh, in all in all situations. Yeah, that's exactly where I thought you were going to go with this, and I'm curious <laughs> as to what that motivation did for you in the off season, whether it's basketball or football. Everybody tries to add something to their game in the off season. So, so what was it for you? I mean, doesn't everybody everybody who plays football says they're a basketball player? I feel like that's yeah. just the normal <laughs> route. And then you have those few key guys who say they play baseball, and I don't get it. Um, that, that going forth, I've always played basketball. I've always done whatever. Um, I mean, I'd like to say that I'm doing everything extra, but this time uh, it's really the competition level. I mean, I'm bringing more guys in to work out with me, so it's not you know more possession groups to work out with me. So it's I'm bringing in my best friend who's a linebacker. Um, you know, Mike Kendricks over at Philadelphia. So now we're racing against each other. So now I've got a little bit more of a of a rabbit, <laughs> would you say, um, in him. And, I mean, the way we work out and the way we go after each other, it just makes, a, it makes both of us better. I'm a little stronger. He's a little faster. It works out for us. Hey, just getting to know you over the last year or two, I know you're a pretty self-motivated guy. But at the same time, whether it be wanting to be better this season or the contract extension, is, is there pressure, Cam? Or, and if so, is that, is that a good thing? Honestly, I feel like there isn't any any pressure. It feels like a lot has been taken off my back. Um, I feel like now it's uh, easier for me just to uh, respond to my teammates now. Um, it's a lot easier to, to assume a more leadership-given role. And in that aspect, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it for this upcoming year. So OTAs continue this week. Give me an idea of what last week was like and how that translated into this week. I mean, last week was the first week, so when you're breaking yeah. in, you know, um, you definitely don't break into full stride. You see some some exudes of uh, tremendous talent, and um, at the same time, this, this week going in, now it's sort of like, hey, we know what we can possibly be, but we don't know for sure until we get pads on, and everybody looks good without pads, but we, as we all know, that's not where it stops for us. So does it advance this week? Does it take a big step up? It's, it's always an advancement. I mean, every day we're going out there to work harder, work harder, play harder, and be smarter in our play. Um, again, that being said, it's all about X's and O's right now. And until you put the pads on, you won't truly know what you have. Cam, even if it's premature, Saints fans always want to know what's next. So when you look at this defense, whether it be personnel, scheme, whatever you choose here, what's next as we head into the rest of the summer? I mean, I feel like we have Brandon Browner playing a corner. We've got Akeena Lewis, who everybody knows and loves. And, um, you know, we've got myself, we've got Junior, we've got Akeem, um, we got uh, John Jenkins, and now we've got a, a, a full depth of new faces on our D-line as well as some new faces on our, throughout our whole defense um, with Ellerby coming in. And, of course, now we drafted a, a linebacker and uh, a couple corners. I mean, it's it's crazy about how many new faces have popped up this year. What's the coaching staff feel like? Um, everybody's excited, man. I mean, it's just straight electricity. It's probably because, you know, we haven't seen each other in a couple months. But mm -hmm. that being said, everybody's fully enthusiastic about uh, how promising we look on the field. And, again, that's, that's not saying much until we get pads on. I talked to Tim Lolito on this program last week, end of the week, and he said this time of year is so much more mental, especially for guys who are used to tangling so physically in, <laughs> in, in, the, in the box, if you will. Um, for you, are you? Do your strengths lie right now, Cam, in the mental side of the game or the physical side of the game? Um, I mean, for me, it's always been about the uh, about improving the mental aspects of the game, knowing the backfield, knowing what's going to happen, having uh, a more educated guess upon what plays can possibly lead up, and 
um, right now is a perfect time to sharpen your mental awareness of what's what's all that's going on. Um, again, like I said, it doesn't really matter much if you can't process when you put pads on. So that's what <laughs> I'm looking for. <laughs> so you've got these long weekends between OTA sessions. How are you spending those weekends? Um, you know, long weekends. I've been going back and forth between home and here and uh, just sort of been traveling a little bit. You know, I went off to the Keys and did a little uh, offshore fishing and uh-huh. um, came back well, well rested, rested and rejuvenated and uh, excited to get back to work. And, you know, this past weekend stayed here and really just have been uh, pretty excited just about being here. There's two quarterbacks, by the way, out there um, that you have more sacks against than anybody else. You know who those are? Uh, I feel like it's probably in conference play. Cam Newton and maybe Aaron Rush. No, yeah, probably Cam Newton and uh, uh, Matt Ryan. Maybe. Yep, it is. It's Newton <laughs> so with six, and Matt Ryan with three and a half. And you mentioned because they're in the vi- the division, you you get to play them more. I mean, more chances. Right, I see them twice a year. Right, but Cam, you know, kind of jumps off the page there at six. Is there uh, is there something about going after Cam Newton that uh, that you like? Um, anytime you're in conference, you have to enjoy having success. Um, that being said, I need more of it. <laughs> have you looked at the upcoming schedule and said, hey, there's a guy on the list that isn't there yet, or uh, there's a guy that I need to get after a little bit better, who would that be? I haven't even looked at our schedule. I know we have Arizona because of the way my phone blew up as soon as uh, it was put on the schedule. <laughs> Um, I try not to focus on our opponents too many weeks in advance. I focus, I focus on the, the first opponent, and first opponent of the regular season is Arizona. I am scared of how many tickets I will have to provide. What's that like going back to your stomping grounds to play, especially as a visitor? Yeah, I haven't done it professionally yet. Normally Arizona comes to us. We saw Arizona and Ohio my first year. I've been lucky to escape <laughs> the, uh, the snaggles of having to provide mass amounts of tickets because they don't come free. So <laughs> other, than the, other than the tickets, though, are there any nerves that are involved? No, I love going home. I mean, yeah. the uh, the pleasure of playing in the pack allowed me to come home once a year, play, whether it be against ASU or U of A. And, um, you know, coming home and being able to stay home and love the family after you get a win or loss, which will occasionally happen. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't even remember losing. I remember winning, though. Where does this personality come from? Is it mom? Is it dad? Is it somebody else? Uh, the heavens opened up. The heavens. Blessed me with this. <laughs> um, but no, uh, honestly, I'm probably like a perfect combination of my mother and my father. Clearly, I'm a middle child. Again, the perfect combo. You know, you always get your first kid, and that's a crap out. And your second kid is the perfect one. And then the third kid is the crap out. And then they stop having kids after three. You're going you're gonna to get my Twitter mailbag to start blowing up now when you do <laughs> I'm that. I'm a first kid. We're the blessing. No, it's probably, it's probably the middle child. It always is. And then they try one more time, and then they realize they had the right one. And then See, they just stop. I'm the oldest of six, and I always said that the middle kids in my family always had some mid-kid complex, but uh, mm. I don't see that in you. Six is six is a heavy number. See, I think is. three is, like, easy enough to give love to everybody. Six is like somebody's going to be starving. <laughs> Somebody may or may not get to the dinner table in time. I know for us it was like a fight, so luckily we had my little sister who doesn't eat much anyways, you know, so we're good. That worked out pretty good. Uh, This worked out pretty good, too. I always appreciate our visits. Have a great rest of your week, and uh, stay healthy this offseason, okay? No doubt. Much appreciated. You got it. Cam Jordan here with us on the Black and Blue Report. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. 
I'm Chip Chapman, here on the street asking people what they would do with a $40 million Powerball jackpot from the Louisiana Lottery. I'd fly to Italy to go shoe shopping with my girlfriends. I'd invest it, of course. I could double that money in no time. And you, sir? I'd buy me a vacation home on my own private island and a new sports car and a golden hot tub. That's quite enough from you, sir. Play Powerball at any Louisiana Lottery retailer. Starting jackpot, $40 million. Must be at least 21 to purchase. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Pelicans fans, be sure to download the team's official app so you can play our new game, Quest for the Coast, presented by Chevron. Help Pierre the Pelicans save the coast in this infinite flying adventure. Save as many miles of the coast as you can before the water rises. This fun, interactive game includes a basketball bonus round and educational facts about the environment provided by the Audubon Nature Institute. Quest for the Coast, presented by Chevron. Available only on the Pelicans app. Download it today. We're talking NBA playoffs on the Black and Blue Report. Well, the NBA Finals finally begin on Thursday night at NBA TV's full court coverage. The Finals will feature the network's signature NBA Game Time Studio show, providing in-depth pre- and post-game coverage live from the Finals. And our good friend Steve Smith will be there on NBA TV's post-game news conference coverage after games one and two. Steve Smith joins us once again here on the Black and Blue Reports. We all know Steve from his time here in New Orleans. Steve, hello, and uh, happy NBA Finals to you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, New Orleans one of my favorite cities. My wife's from Louisiana. I played there, and I always enjoy talking about New Orleans and thinking about the food. Gosh, it's been a while since we saw you in a uniform here, and it's been a while since we've since we saw Alvin Gentry on a bench here in New Orleans. And before I get to the Finals, uh, I can't help but ask you about the Pelicans' new head coach, Steve. I know you and Coach Gentry go quite a ways back, don't you? Yeah, we do. I mean, you talk about 1991 when I was drafted. <laughs> Alvin Gentry was assistant to Kevin Lockery, so I spent a lot of time with him, um, getting a chance to know him from 91 to 94. He was there. Uh, and then he got a chance to move on after he was, a, I think, interim head coach for one year with the Miami Heat on to the Detroit Pistons, where, you know, obviously I'm from Detroit, close to Joe Dumar. So I've been watching Alvin and following his career, and obviously a guy who helped me along the way. As a rookie uh, coming into this league, he was responsible for the guards, um, and I was obviously a point guard coming out of Michigan State, so I know Alvin very well. What should Pelicans fans know about Coach Gentry and what he'll bring to the Pelicans? I think one, I think you you, you have a guy that's had all type of experience. Um, started his coaching career at Baylor as assistant as way back in 1980. Um, coached under Larry Brown at Kansas and in San Antonio. And then obviously he's been around the game for so long from the heat to Detroit, you know, where there's assistant coach, head coaching jobs, and obviously the last two stints with the Clippers and Golden State as associate head coach. Um, he's been through a lot. He's seen a lot. He's um, obviously probably learned a lot and picked up a lot. And he was in Phoenix, you know, as an assistant and as a head coach when this team under Mike D'Antoni and Alvin 
just kind of changed the look of NBA basketball by pushing and shooting threes. Then obviously he's been around the San Antonio Spurs, Detroit Pistons, where it was defensive-minded, defensive-minded. And you can see right now that blend he kind of brought to the Golden State Warriors. And, you know, you're highly regarded. Steve Kerr gets his first job, and that's the guy he hired in Alvin Gentry. And obviously they had some history back in Phoenix. So uh, guys know Alvin. Alvin is proven. And obviously getting a chance to bring him to New Orleans He's a guy that I think players are going to love. Um, he's not going to be easy on them, but he also understands that balance of being, you know, being able to have a communication line of communication with guys and also being able to uh, have them play up to their potential and reach their potential. What's he going to do to a guy like Anthony Davis? How will he help Anthony take another step? Well, I think for Anthony Davis, this probably will bring some creativity for guys around him and some uh, creativity to so teams won't just load up on on Anthony Davis to move him around a lot and obviously um, I have him as a focal point of the offense. Um, I thought Monty Williams, a, a friend of mine, did a fantastic job and obviously the Pelicans organization makes this transition. I think Alvin is a guy that if you can replace Monty, you bring another guy with kind of the same value, same demeanor coming from the Spurs system. But I think also the knowledge of offensively coming from that Phoenix Suns would bring a lot to this uh, team and organization, and I think also um, have you know have a guy like Anthony Davis amongst everybody else, probably playing a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. NBA TV analyst Steve Smith with us here on the Black and Blue Report. All right, Steve. So the finals begin Thursday night. Um, I know I'm not alone in saying that I'm extremely excited about this matchup. There are so many great storylines. I'm curious as to what are your favorites. I think um, uh, favorites is this. Watching this team shoot the three ball, we have two teams that really don't have a post player um, to shoot the basketball. I mean, that you can throw down to him and say he would dominate this on the block. So I would say probably watching both teams shoot the basketball and then seeing a LeBron James, his role, whether it be a point guard, whether it be a scorer, whether it be a power forward, whether it be posting up all the different roles, and then obviously the Splash Brothers and Golden State, their lethal offense. But like you said, you, it's just so many storylines, and obviously you have to throw injuries, unfortunately, in there. Is how healthy would Kyrie be? How healthy would Clay Thompson be coming off those concussions? And then you have two rookie coaches. I mean, it's so many different storylines. This is going to be interesting, and it's going to be interesting to watch. Let's start with the Cavaliers here. Can you lean on LeBron James too much? Would he carry too much of a load? I know that sounds strange for maybe the best player in the world, but do you know where I'm getting going with this? Yeah, for sure. I, I think obviously, you know, you, you want to have balance. Um, we all know who the best players on both teams are. We also understand that it takes a team. We understand the leader and things go through those guys and Curry and LeBron James and guys get easier easier shots because they're double team and the defenses are paying so much attention to them. But you want to have options, and the more options you have uh, gives you a better chance of winning and your offense flowing. And I think for LeBron James, he's carried a, a heavy load with no Kevin Love and, a, and an injured Kyrie Irving. Hopefully Kyrie can regain some kind of form of regular season Kyrie. Um, but then you hopefully other guys can knock down shots so he doesn't have to carry too much of a load. And same for Stephen Curry. Uh, he has a sidekick in Clay Thompson. We know can score the basketball. And then other guys that kind of do it like by committee. But these are two complete teams where I think, yes, you know the superstars. But if Kyrie is healthy, you have other guys that can – score the basketball, and J.R. Smith has proven that throughout this 
postseason without Kevin Love that he can be counted on as a guy that can carry the load at times. In a seven-game series, I think all too often depth is overlooked. Uh, how much does the how much do the benches, Steve, play into the series? Well, we know it's huge um, all year long. Uh, Steve Kerr and his coaching staff has done a nice job of having some guys come off the bench playing um, important roles. And then also you give credit to some of those guys coming off the bench, Nico Dollar and David Lee, two guys that are all-stars, two guys that still have a lot left, but decided to take a back seat and come off the bench for the, for the betterment of their teams. So they have some depth coming off their bench. And you, you add a Sean Livingston who can play. You have a Barbosa who's been there. Um, obviously, you have Festus Vazili, and I don't know if Maurice Spates will be healthy to play in this series, but there's some talent coming off that bench for both sides. And, and I look at Cleveland, I think people look at Cleveland's depth and saying it's not as deep as the Warriors because of the injury to Kevin Love and maybe Kyrie Irving, but you have a lot of experience with Mike Miller and James Jones and JR and guys coming off that bench that's been there, done that, that can make plays. Steve, let's use your experience as a player and, and now certainly as an analyst. Look, in the NBA Finals, um, both of these teams are going to know everything about the other, uh, right down to a lot of times they'll probably be calling out the other team's plays during this seven-game series. So how do these players then overcome the, the, uh, the lack of surprise or, or I guess you know what I'm saying here, that, that element of the unknown? I think that's where you hang your hat on things that you know you can do, um, the little things, rebounding the basketball, defending plays, being able to get multiple stops. Usually the team that can get multiple stops win championships, you have to have a, have a balance, and obviously these two teams have a balance be able to play in the finals. But I think um, the teams that can overcome adversity because you're going to have injuries, you're going to have foul trouble, you're going to have lapses when you can't score the basketball, so those teams that can overcome adversity and do the little things is going to play a big part. And obviously if these teams get hot from behind a three-point line and obviously the edge is to the Warriors because this is what they do. But then there's that factor of Stephen Curry, the MVP, what he does, but then also LeBron James is kind of one of these talented but one of these freaking nature as far as physically. How do you match with him? Do you go small? Do you go big? Do you decide to double-team a guy who loves to pass? So that's where I think uh, so many different chess moves in this series. But I think it's going to come down to who can execute defensively and get stops more than offense in this series. Good stuff, man. I cannot wait. Hey, Steve, before I let you go, is there a good, um, is there a good Alvin Gentry story that you might have that, say, I could use at a key moment when Coach gets here right after the finals? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have some that I can't uh, reveal on air. So we all, everybody has those, so. I'm looking forward, and I'm, I'm happy to see Alvin back as a head coach and uh, looking forward to coming down there and seeing the, this Pelican team and with Alvin Gentry. But looking forward to AG coaching down there. Yeah, no doubt. You can follow Steve Smith on Twitter, at Steve21Smith. Probably can still shoot it as good as anybody in the game still. Um, half court only, Steve, or are you still running up and down a 90-foot floor? I'm full court, just a little okay. bit slower. Still full court, though. All right. All right. Hey, thanks again for the visit, and all the best to you during the finals. We'll be watching on NBA TV, okay? Thank you. Appreciate it. You got it. Steve Smith was with us here on the Black and Blue Report. Last year, over 400,000 people 
from 90 countries and all 50 states came to Auctioner to find the critical care they needed. People who could have gone anywhere made Auctioner their destination for a level of expertise, clinical research, and treatment options they couldn't find anywhere else. Auctioner and our affiliated physicians are renowned for leading-edge cardiovascular care, cancer care, pediatric care, innovative treatment of neurological disorders, and more. Our outstanding transplant program has resulted in Auctioner leading the nation in successful liver transplants for years. And today, Auctioner is partnering with physicians and strong community hospitals throughout the Gulf South to bring access to the highest quality of care closer to home. Find the care you need today. Call 866-AUCTIONER for a same-day appointment. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. Want to listen to the Black and Blue Report on your phone? Download the Saints and Pelicans app today. Great visits today here on the Black and Blue Report. I really enjoyed, as always, uh, visiting with Cameron Jordan. Obviously, uh, good news to talk about today, that's for sure. And we hope that there's more good news down the line to talk about with Cam as we roll through the rest of OTA's minicamp and into uh, training camp, which will be here in less than 100 days, I think. Oh, gosh, easily less than 100 days as we get set for Greenbrier in late July. And then Steve Smith, too, one of our favorites, and uh, he was kind enough to join us during a very busy ramp-up to the NBA Finals. Look again for Steve on coverage uh, from NBA TV, of uh, especially games one and two of the NBA Finals between the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors. We'll pick up that conversation with others tomorrow, and we'll also hear from Saints defensive back Kenny Vaccaro on tomorrow's Black and Blue Report. We hope that you'll join us sometime afternoon central tomorrow, and we hope that you'll continue to pass the word around that uh, we are here for you, Saints and Pelicans fans. And uh, each day we try to bring you a little something different, and we'll, uh, we'll strive to do so again tomorrow. We'll look forward to being in the Saints locker room as well as they wrap up OTAs, and uh, we'll have a whole bunch of new stuff for you uh, out of this week's OTAs, starting probably with Friday's Black and Blue Report. All right, so that'll do it for us here today from Studio B, from the campus of the Saints and the Pelicans. For Daniel Salerson, who's always alongside, I'm Sean Kelly. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, everybody, and so long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.